Welcome to Tell Me What to Google. I'm Michael Kent, and this is a podcast where listeners tell me something they recently learned from the internet that they think I should learn about. This week's topic comes from my good friend Mark. Hey Michael, this is Mark from Cincinnati, Ohio. I recently learned that the man who invented the Pringles can was buried inside of one. I thought you'd like to Google that. Thanks. The Pringles can is sort of an iconic object. If I say Pringles can, everyone knows what it looks like. And that's an amazing feat for design. I've certainly never heard of this bit of trivia at all, so let's look into it. (laughs) This is so weird. Yeah, it looks like it's true. Fred Bauer. Interesting. This story goes back to Cincinnati, Ohio in 1956. Procter & Gamble, a company that started by selling candles but who was famous for Tide detergent, ivory soap, and Crest toothpaste, wanted to offer a potato chip product that addressed common complaints about chips. They wanted a product that wouldn't break, wasn't greasy, and didn't come in a bag filled with air, which were all common complaints about potato chips at the time. They gave this job to Frederick John Bauer, a chemist. Bauer was an organic chemist who received a master's degree and PhD from The Ohio State University, my alma mater. He was an aviation physiologist in the Navy and had invented various frying oils in addition to freeze-dried ice cream. Side note, I love that stuff, so thanks, Fred. He spent two years developing the saddle-shaped product. The shape of the chip is called a hyperbolic paraboloid, and the claim is that the unique shape of this chip provides an aerodynamic profile that keeps it in place during packaging, and because they're stacked tightly and manufactured in a consistent shape, they don't break as much during transportation. Putting them in a cylinder-style packaging container was also Fred Bauer's idea. The tube worked together with the shape of the chip to allow them to stack without coming apart from each other during shipping. The whole point was to keep the chips fresh and keep them from breaking. There are various theories on why the chips were called Pringles. One story is that they wanted the chips to have a family appeal, so they chose a name out of a phone book. Another story says they chose the name out of a hat. A slightly more plausible theory comes from the fact that two Procter & Gamble advertising execs lived on Pringle Drive in a Cincinnati suburb. But maybe the most likely is that they were named as an homage to a man named Mark Pringle, who had filed a potato chip processing patent that was cited in Procter & Gamble's own patent. The flavor of the chips was created by a man named Alexander Lipa. The machine that made them was invented by Gene Wolfe, who was a mechanical engineer, but more well-known as a science fiction author. Pretty cool. So in 1968, Pringles were finally unveiled to the public in Indiana, and they were so popular, they were available across the U.S. by the mid-70s and available internationally in the early 90s. Now owned by Kellogg's, Pringles are now available in 21 flavors in the U.S. and other flavors internationally in the U.K., you can get prawn cocktail-flavored Pringles, and in Asia, they've offered grilled shrimp and seaweed flavors. That sounds disgusting, but that's just me. But let's get to the rumor that caused this episode. The rumor that Bauer was buried inside a Pringles can? That's crazy. And we'll talk about it after a couple quick words. Do you like jokes? How about stories? What about magic tricks? If you said yes to any of those, you'll love my weekly live stream show, Joke Story Trick Live. 
Every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we gather to tell listener jokes, do magic, even learn magic, and bring on a special guest to tell a story. We've had everyone from a sitting U.S. congressman to television stars to WWE wrestlers. It's always a great time, and it's a free show. Just go to jokestorytrick.com to watch past episodes or tune in every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's jokestorytrick.com. I hope to see you there. I'm excited to be partnered with this company because it's a product that I've used and loved for years. Scotty Vest makes gear that looks great and is packed with pockets. And as much as I travel, that's always been a huge perk. But even on years like this one where I don't travel as much, my Scotty Vest fleece is just as useful because I'm always carrying so much stuff with me. My wallet, my phones, my keys, my mask, and there's a pocket for everything. Not only that, they now have an awesome new face mask that allows you to even use a straw while wearing it. Go to scottyvest.com, that's S-C-O-T-T-E-V-E-S-T.com, and use my promo code, tell me, all one word, for 15% off your order. That's scottyvest.com, and enter promo code, tell me. I don't know about you, but this time of year, as it starts to get colder, we love burning candles around the house. Okay, who am I kidding? It's all year round. And our favorite candles are made by Daniel Joseph. They're 100% all-natural soy with braided cotton wicks and fragranced oils. And not only are they handmade in Evanston, Illinois, they're made from all American materials. Because they're made with soy instead of crude oil paraffin wax, they burn clean with no soot and they burn longer. We love the cashmere vanilla, but brown sugar and fig is great too, and you'll just have to go see it for yourself. Go to DanielJosephCandles.com. It's DanielJosephCandles.com. Frederick J. Bauer passed away at the age of 89. Sadly, he died of Alzheimer's in 2008. Two months later, Time magazine ran a story about the peculiar way in which he was buried. Bauer had thought about the idea of being buried in a Pringles can in the 1980s, and he joked with his kids about it. But they soon realized he was actually serious. He was cremated and on the way to pick up his remains, his children stopped at a nearby Walgreens and bought a can of original flavor Pringles. They put part of his ashes in the can and buried this Pringles can below his headstone in Arlington Memorial Gardens in Cincinnati. So the rumor is true. If you visited the grave, you'd never know that six feet below the earth, there is a Pringles can full of the ashes of the man who invented it. It's time for the part of the podcast where I call a friend and see if they already know what we've just learned. Today, I've invited my good friend Eric Tate on the podcast. Eric is a comedian and a magician and host of the Penguin Magic Podcast. Hello? What? What's going on? <laughs> hey, Eric. Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. What's up, Mr. Kent? Not a lot, man. You having a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, I I have um, two. I don't know when this is going out, but I have two medium-sized boxes of cables that are free to a good home. Okay. What so, kind of cables are folks? What, what, is this is just free for what? What kind of cables Ethernet, are we talking about? Micro USB, mini USB. There's, a, I believe, there's a, a large FireWire to S video. There's uh, <laughs> DVI. The often to, sought after FireWire to S video. <laughs> there's some DVI to DVI adapters. So like one format of DVI to a That's different amazing. format of DVI. I, I, I said I'm getting rid of all of the cables. 
and uh, I don't I don't think I need this USB B to USB B cable anymore. No, and there's a couple of proprietary cables in there that your kids can chew on if you want. So <laughs> I have a 40 foot HDVI cable somewhere, and uh, it's it's probably I don't know three quarters of an inch thick. It's huge gauge cable, and it used to run under the floor from the back of the room to my old flat screen TV, which at the time was 65 inches and took up the entire wall uh, because that was before flat screens existed. Flat screen back then meant that the screen was physically flat, but there was nothing else about the TV that was flat. The thing was probably two feet deep. Was it was it a rear, huge rear projection. It was a rear projection. Yeah. yeah get rear it. Projection flat screen. It was, uh, it was one of the first TVs to have component cables where you had oh. the green, blue, red, yellow, white, the whole yeah. deal. So unbelievable. Well, I, I may hit you up for some of those, uh, although I also have a huge it's box an, of cables. It's an all or nothing deal. I'm not parting <laughs> it. You either get all of my cables or none of my cables. Uh, well, let this be an pickup. No, we're not going to make eye contact. The, <laughs> you just come get my box of filthy cables and then get out of here. All right. What are we doing? <laughs> We're doing a quick quiz. Uh, okay. This is a quiz about something that you don't know. Um, and for this first question, we're playing for a Facebook post. So if you get okay. it right, I have to post a link to your website on my Facebook with no explanation, no context, right? Just, okay. just your website. If you get it wrong, you have to post my website on your Facebook, no context, no explanation. All right. That's a safe bet. An inventor of an iconic product packaging was buried inside that container. It's the Pringles can guy. Wow. Eric, that was going to be a multiple choice question. You didn't need the multiple choice. You got it right. Uh, the other options were going to be the KFC bucket or the Tiffany Robin's egg blue box, which both I thought would have been contenders, but you already know the story. I do know the story about this. Yes. So buried inside of the Pringles can that he invented. That's it's amazing. It's brilliant. It's poetic. I love it. The website you have to post is not my personal website. It's uh, my Twitch website, which is historicalporpoises.com. I definitely you do it for the, do do it for the historical porpoises. So <laughs> no context, just historicalporpoises.com. Absolutely. I think no contest uh, linking is the best way to do it. And then people okay. ask questions. So question number two, if you get this question right, I have to recite a tongue twister of your choosing. If you get it wrong... You have to recite a tongue twister of my choosing. Okay. Now, this is a multiple choice. I'll give you three options here. What was the original name of Pringles potato chips? A, Pringles Newfangled Potato Chips. B, Pringles Curious Crisps. C, Mr. Pringles Stack of Chips. I believe it was Curious Crisps. Oh, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. The answer is A, Pringles Newfangled Potato Chips. Okay. Uh, however, shortly after calling them chips, they did have to call them crisps for a short while for some legal reason. So here's your tongue twister. Okay. Uh, I will actually copy this and paste it in a chat for us so that you can read it rather than uh, me saying it. I'll, I'll say it as well, though. Uh, it is Rory the warrior and Roger the worrier were reared wrongly in a rural brewery. 
Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior were reared wrongly in the rural brewery. That counts. Okay, you've paid your you've paid your debt, my friend, and that was fantastic. Question number three. Here's our stakes. If you get this one right, I'm gonna send you a tell me what to Google sticker in the mail. You can only normally get these if you join Patreon. If you get it wrong, you have to send me one of your suspicious wizard buttons, which is a button of your design. Okay. Deal? Sure. True or false? There are 21 flavors of Pringles chips available in the U.S. today. False. Ah, that one is true. There are, for some reason, 21 flavors of Pringles chips available in the U.S. today. Uh, and I just read through a list of them. Some of these flavors are ridiculous. It's... Uh, I'm going to contest that because okay. there are 21 that are on sale currently. However, you are, there are more than 21 uh, uh, flavors of Pringles available worldwide, many of which are reshipped to the U.S. via Japanese and uh, U.K. sources. So your, sor- your, your question, sir, and your, your criteria are suspect. Therefore, give me your sticker. <laughs> I think we should just send each other. Uh, our merch so All you right. send me a button i'll send you a sticker and i think you're that's that's right do you have you had any of the weird flavors i've had wasabi pringles and those are available in asia right yes uh, yeah i've seen them and i've seen the prawn pink pring or maybe it was shrimp in, in uh, japan in uh the uk in the uk uh shrimp uh flavored pringles they call them prawn flavored pringles are also very popular unbelievable Uh, And then when I was in Canada, ketchup flavored was the big one. I have had ketchup flavored Pringles. I did have those. That was one of those things where like, (laughs) they were like, welcome to Canada. You have to try these. Yeah. I think it's part of the the welcome package when you, when you arrive, they just hand them out at customs. Question number four. If you lose this question, this one's fun and a little bit risky. If you lose this question, you have to go outside right now and yell, tell me what to Google at the top of your lungs. Okay. If you get it right, I have to go outside and yell Eric Tate at the top okay. of my lungs. Okay. And I'm going to do it right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to log on to this Zoom meeting on my phone, and it's, we're going to do it. There are three options here. Okay. How much of a Pringles potato chip is actual potato? Option A, 86%. Option B, Five percent. Option C, forty-two percent. I know that there was a news story recently saying something about Pringles are not entirely potato chips. I don't believe it's five percent because I think that that is an absurdly small amount. But I believe that the headline was something like less than half. So eighty percent is way too high. So I think it's like forty-two percent because there's a lot of like post processing that happens and also i do know that they unload the potatoes in a rail car or they they have a a semi truck that is that they bring up to the pringles factory and then the um the truck gets clamped down to this thing and they lift the they open the back of it and they lift the entire truck up and just dump the potatoes out the back of the truck so like out the back gates of it so I know that it's like, it's a, it's a really weird, very processed thing. So I think it's 42%. You are correct. It is 42%. And you may notice that there is now an additional participant in our meeting. Eric, that's me on my cell phone. 
Okay. And uh, let's. All, all right. right. I'm, I'm going to go upstairs and do this, this right, right now. now. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you fine. Okay. There's nobody out here. That's pretty good. I feel vindicated. That bounced off of my neighborhood walls. All right, come here. I don't have walls in my neighborhood. It bounced okay. off the walls of neighboring houses. All right. I'm very, cons I'm very concerned that, like, I won a bet, but I'm going to get visited by the cops. <laughs> Yeah, everything that happens in my neighborhood eventually gets talked about on Facebook. So I will be super happy if someone, not only to hear if someone heard me yell that, but to hear what they thought I yelled. Okay, I'm, I'm, I feel like, I feel like I, I may have won that bet, but lost it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but it's okay because the very last question is super easy. But it is okay. for all the marbles. Eric, right. if you get this wrong, I am banning you from the show, never to be asked again. Okay. Here's your question. The answer is C. <laughs> it's not even multiple choice. It's essay form. Okay. What are you most excited about for 2021? Ooh. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about very few things. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect this to be the hardest question of the five. Um, I, I, I think I'm excited to, to get stuck with a, uh, a, a big old needle full of uh, vaccine so that I can go outside again. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about um, drinking scotch in a bar with people. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited about, um, just like being able to graffiti a stranger's house. And when I'm caught <laughs> and thrown in prison, not having to worry about catching COVID in prison. Um, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm really excited. Like my, so I didn't have a lot of resolutions. Uh, I usually yeah. don't do resolutions, but one of my favorite memes is of Spider-Man, uh, saying be gay, do crimes, kill your heroes. And so I, my, my resolution is to be 30% gay or do 50% more crimes and kill 80% more of my heroes. And I'm just really excited to follow through on that resolution. Unbelievable. Um, and that yeah. begins with the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, Eric Tate, thank you so much for coming on the show. You can see Eric Tate on Twitch uh, by searching for one more time. Uh, Historicalporpoises.com. Historicalporpoises.com. <laughs> Eric regularly streams and uh, is really enjoyable to watch. Thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, happy new year, man. Happy new year. Well, that's all for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me out by leaving a review of the podcast on iTunes along with a sentence or two, because writing a few words helps a ton to allow other people to listen and to allow other people to tell me what to Google. See you next week. Tell Me What to Google would like to thank the Patreon subscribers whose monthly contributions put them at producer status. Sean Brown, Catherine Morgan, Taylor Hurt, Bryce Swanson, David Lucas, Alan Sokolik, Eugene Anderson, and Scott Schuler. The show is written and produced by me, Michael Kent. The theme song is by Reed Mathis, and additional music this week was from Joel Cummins. 
You can listen to past episodes by searching for Tell Me What to Google wherever you get your podcasts, and you can see bonus content at patreon.com slash Michael Kent. <laughs>